Welcome to me again, week 19, Angzomnia. And this was a pretty good week where I finally leave my job, my days start to level out, and I go to one of my favorite cities in the country. And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again. It feels weird. This is the first time in a while where I had a day that teetered between an average day or a bad day. But luckily it kind of fell on the average day because I ended up having some fun doing some stuff that we'll talk about later. Because other than that, it was just a normal work day. Went to my day job, was just really excited that now I'm down to, what, three days? Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and that's going to be it. Yeah, I've only got three days left, baby. I'm really excited for that. Because, like, man, I think it's really going to pop off once I'm finally able to commit fully to the BS network and not having to worry about anything else. So I'm excited for that. And then I came home, watched some stuff with my parents, and then recorded some really awesome episodes of JXT with Blake. So that's the day. So let's just talk about the four pillars of awesomeness. Let's get into the details. Number one, what am I grateful for? Well, I'm grateful for what I watched with my parents, and that is the Royal Rumble. When for like the first time in many years, the Royal Rumble was actually really good. Like I said, it's sometimes really disappointing. It's because it's, it's an easy match to make great, and it's easy, easy match to make really bad. And I'm sorry, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, Edge, came back from a literal, like, career-threatening injury from over nine years ago. He came back tonight and had an amazing showing in the Rumble. I almost cried. It was amazing. Like, back when I wanted to be a pro wrestler, Edge was the person who inspired me more than anybody else. So that was a really, really cool moment for me to see. Um, and then the rest of the show was great. I don't know if there was any matches that I was, like, super bummed on. Because, like, the Bray Wyatt match was amazing. This is all Fight Boys talk. If you want to hear me talk about it, go check out Fight Boys. But I just love the Re- Royal Rumble because, like, it's one of the few matches that I know when I watch it live, I'm always going to get, like, that heart-racing, goosebumpsy feeling of, like, what's going to happen next? Who's going to win? There's so many options. There's so many possibilities. And, like, even on Fight Boys, where we literally had nine different options picked out for who was going to win, we still didn't guess who won. Like, uh, we had an idea of it, but we just decided not to guess Drew McIntyre, I guess, for some reason. So, yeah, I love the Royal Rumble. It's always going to be one of my favorites. I've got to see it live once. I want to bump bump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers, son. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And it's kind of a follow-up from the end of last week. And I know I kind of rushed through last Saturday's uh, summary. But I actually ended up talking to Emily today about about the struggles I'm having with like sleeping with Ripley in the bed and the fact that I don't have a lot of room in the bed. So me and her ended up talking about it and she's like, no, I get that. That's perfectly fine. We can fix that. We can move the crib. And I had so much anxiety about talking about it because it's also Emily's birthday. And so I didn't bring up the fact that I felt she was a little hypocritical about birthday stuff, but it's okay. I was like, I'm not going to bring that up on her birthday. But instead we just kind of talked about the fact that You know, it's, I love Ripley, and I love, like, being able to see her when I go to bed tonight, but it's tough as a dad, because, like, Emily is the one that goes to sleep with Ripley, so when I get in there, it's Ripley and Emily cuddled up, and I'm kind of shoved to the side as a third wheel, and that's not a good feeling. It kind of feels like I'm just sleeping in a separate entire area, and my family is separate from me, and I don't like that. I don't like that vibe at all. So um, I kind of expressed all that to Emily, and I was like, hey, look, I know you said with CJ you slept for, like, three years, uh, three years with him. I can't do that. And she went, okay, well, I'll start crib training her. We'll start trying to get her to sleep in her own room. And I was like, okay, thank you, baby. So I'm excited. Hopefully that's going to get better, and hopefully that's going to mean me and Emily's relationship gets a lot better. But that does lead into what I did that wasn't awesome. Because, like I said, it was Emily's birthday, and even though me and her had already had, like, a day for her birthday, the other day when we went out shopping and stuff, um, she still wanted to be with me tonight. And 
I don't know, man. I, I couldn't. I, I literally couldn't. It came back. It was like shades of back when I would hide in the bedroom and like take a nap instead of spend time to spend time with my family. That's how I felt. And it was partially because I really wanted to watch the Royal Rumble and I knew I wouldn't get to do that if I was with them. And also it was a whole lot of fear. It was a whole lot of fear of the fact that I've had this weird jaded energy in my body for the past couple of days due to you know, not having room in my bed and feeling a little bit um, not included, I, I guess is the best way to feel uh, feel about it. And so I have this fear of like, if I stay, it's going to be bad. If I stay, I'm going to get upset. If I stay, something's going to trigger me or I'm just not going to have any fun and it's going to make things worse. And instead of just accepting that fear and doing it anyways, I instead took the cop out of I'm going to go watch the Royal Rumble with my parents, which is something I needed. It was something I sorely needed. In fact, at the end of the day, that is what I did today. That was awesome, was spend some awesome time with my family, watching the Royal Rumble, reviewing it like me and the Fight Boys were watching it live. So we were talking about it through our chat channels and reviewing all of like the different stuff. And this was a little bit ridiculous, but this was fun. And I can't believe that happened. And that was really good. And that really helped me. It helped put me in a lot better mind space than I was in. But I also kind of wish I could have shared that experience with Emily and CJ. But, you know, they're not wrestling fans. And so that's always going to be a little bit harsh for me. It's always going to be a little bit stinging that I can't share one of my favorite things with them. And so tonight I kind of embraced the fear and just said, it's going to be bad. Even though I know Emily wants to see me and it's her birthday, I can't. And it sucked. It really sucked. And I... It gave me a lot of guilt, a lot of guilt tonight of just like, I should have been there. I should have done this. I should have done that. But who knows what would have happened. All I know is what did happen. And what did happen is I had a really good day and or a really good time with my parents watching the Rumble. But at the same time, I kind of wish Emily and Ripley had been there as well or NCJ as well. Um, so that's a weird feeling. You know, it's a really weird feeling having to choose like yourself over someone else. And I don't even know if I chose myself tonight. I think I chose fear. And that really sucks. Um, because, yeah, it, it was a rough one. But other than that, it was an average day. Perfectly average. Nothing really out of the ordinary freaking anything out. So, yeah, that's what today was. I'm getting sad because we've had three average days in a row, and I'm like, hold on now. We got to bring, we got to pump the numbers back up. I feel like I, I, I jinxed myself. Last week, I was like, I can't keep having good days or else I'm going to crash. And then my body was like, if you don't want to keep having good days, I'll stop making the serotonin. I'll level you out for a few. And I'm like, wait, no, I want good days again. And hopefully, good days will be coming because I did notice the days I do yoga, are the days I usually start feeling better. And I'm going to be doing some yoga tomorrow, so we'll find out how that helps me when I talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again, and it was a perfectly average day. Um, I was kind of excited all day, but I also felt like I was in a rush. It was really, really weird. But yeah, I was kind of rushing all day. I woke up a little bit late because Ripley kept us up plate again and then managed to go to work and then not record an episode of BS because Blake's, um, Blake's internet was messing up. So instead of doing that, I just ended up doing some work that was supposed to be done tomorrow. So one of my uh, old ways of helping myself coming back by doing work in advance. So that's good. And what else is good is what we're going to talk about when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And today I'm grateful for the emotions that the things I'm producing nowadays are making me feel. Because at the end of the day... That kind of lets me know I'm on the right track, I guess. If something's really bringing out emotion in me, it lets me know that I'm kind of going down the right route. So, for instance, what happens at the end of the next episode of Deviant? That is very much something that, like I said last week, brought out a lot of emotion, which it sucks in the moment because it makes me a little bit sad, but it makes me know that I'm making something worthwhile. Like that's, that's my favorite thing, whether that be recording like a comedy show and it resulting in me laughing my butt off 
or having a very, very sad moment in one of my dramas, it really lets me know, oh, I'm on the right track. I'm doing the right thing. I'm getting the response out of myself that I want out of my audience. And so I'm really grateful for that today. Um, I had another thing I was grateful for, but I completely can't remember it. Um, I guess apps, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Um, But speaking of things that are making me feel emotions, I would like to talk about what I did today that's awesome. And it's actually something that I hadn't planned on doing. So for the DDP documentary I'm doing right now, the first episode is going to be a bunch of reviews on like where I'm at in my journey of the yoga and all that but the beginning of it's going to be me explaining what I want to do the end of it is me explaining hey I lost my job in the middle of it's going to be me explaining my fitness journey thus far which is a lengthy and very kind of sad story I didn't realize how sad it was until I did what I did tonight because originally I was going to set up the set and have like the black bat backdrop and the multiple cameras and then today I said no that's not what this story needs this story just needs me so I set up the camera just like I was doing a podcast I didn't bother about moving anything and recorded it and man it reminded it dug up some old demons but they were demons that needed to be dug up and it was an extremely emotional experience I didn't cry which you know I'm happy because it didn't get that bad that it made me cry, but the content creator in me is like, oh, I should have got some tears out of that. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun and also sad, and then as I was editing it later, that's when I was literally having to fight off tears of like, oh my god, this is going to crush some people. It is a very emotional story, and it just makes me excited that it's all over and that I'm back to my normal life. Um, Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And like I said, I felt rushed, like, all day, and that really sucked. Like, I woke up late, and the workout I was supposed to do today for DDP Yoga was, like, 45 minutes long, and I was like, oh, no. So I woke up in a rush, and that that feeling went through the rest of the day to a point of like I blinked and the day was over and we've talked about it in the past I'm not a big fan of that I'm I'm honestly right now I'm just kind of trying to evaluate and see like how I could have fixed that I don't know off the top of my head but I am maybe if I had just taken some more time to relax this morning but even then I took like a solid hour to relax and drink a protein shake because that's usually what I do in my morning routine is like take a protein shake and stuff like that. So I took a lot of time and Ripley was fine. Everything was good. Um, But for some reason, I just couldn't shake that feeling of like feeling rushed the entire day. So that sucked. I will say, oh, another thing that I did that was awesome today. Me and Emily talked a lot and me and her were building our relationship and it makes me excited. I love days where me and her can just talk and be us and not try to, because I feel like me and her do fall in the trap every once in a while of like, well, we're in a relationship. This is what relationship people say when that doesn't work for us. And we fall in the trap way too many times and that sucks. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And as I teased earlier, it's by downloading a bunch of apps because last night, usually if I can't go to bed or if my mind's like a little bit too busy, I'll just browse the app store. I don't know what it is. I've done it like my entire life or at least ever since I've had like an iPhone of just browsing and seeing new stuff to add to my phone, new stuff to add to the repertoire. Um, that's how I found like all of the gamification things I used to use like Habitica and, um, oh man, what was the workout one? Fitocracy, I think it was what it was called. That's how I found that was just by late at night being like, what can I put on my phone? And last night I ended up finding this really cool app for me and Emily. It's based off love languages and you and your partner take the test, figure out what your love languages are, figure out your percentage on each love language, which by the way, Emily's like gift giving love language is zero. She responds not at all to gift giving. So I was like, I I literally messaged her. You're not getting a present ever again. She goes, that's fine. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's what that means, doesn't it? So that all happened. Um, I I will say I'm a little bit hesitant about using it right now because it also has something called like your love meter or something like that. Basically saying like how loved do you feel? 
And, you know, me and Emily haven't been able to talk a lot lately. And so we we didn't have super high rankings. And I'm worried about, like, negativity begatting negativity. So I'm kind of worried about that trapping us in a well. But I don't know. Hopefully it won't. So I downloaded that. Then I downloaded an app from Google that'll teach you, like, in short little bites about, like, marketing and about how to build your brand. And I was shocked that it was free. I was shocked I didn't have to pay for anything. But I really liked it because it's helping me build my routine, which is something that I need to do because I'm recording my This Is My Morning Routine episode of uh, Me Also, which you can, of course, get at patreon.com slash BS. I'm recording that tomorrow, so kind of needed to figure it all out. So Um, that's the other way I helped myself today is I stuck to my routine. I woke up, I made my protein shake. And then for the first time in a long time, I actually studied. I did Duolingo. I did the marketing stuff. Me and Ripley hung out for a few. Then I worked out. Then I showered, got nice and clean, did my face. I hadn't done like a full clean in a long time. And so I was like, oh, this is, this is a very good feeling. So that's one of the ways I really helped myself today. And I honestly feel like I feel like that helped me prep for this day because I I was thinking about this at the end of the day. On paper, objectively, today was a terrible day. Woke up late, had no time to do anything outside of my basic normal routine, had to rush, had a terrible day at work, got home, couldn't record BS because of internet issues, and then I had to record a very, very sad thing for a documentary. On paper, it's a very, very bad day. But I don't know if it was the routine or just how good I've been feeling lately, but it really didn't feel like, it felt like an average day. Because, I mean, I feel like the uh, recording that thing at the end of the day kind of bumped it up to average as well because it made me feel good emotions. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Life is like 10% of what happens to you, 90% of how you react to it. And today I react to what would have otherwise been a really bad day in a very good way. So that made me really, really excited. But for now, I am going to go inside, get some rest, and record some exclusive Patreon content for you guys when I see you tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. It was another average day. And also I made some vape juice before I recorded this and I think I spilt some like pure nicotine vape juice on my hand. So I might just be in a real weird mood (laughs) today. So that's not good. But yeah, other than that, it was just a work day. I didn't go to my day job which was weird because I was kind of hoping that like all my average days were because I was at my day job and then when it was when that was over I would keep jumping up the charts but no I didn't what's weird is today was like a day of okay I have to edit a load of BS oh no I don't have the audio for that so I guess I can't do that oh uh, well now it's time to record JWF with Blake oh no Blake's internet's still messed up so we can't record anything it was a day of a lot of start stopping And it was weird. It kept putting me in this kind of hold state of not knowing what to do. Because, as I've stated before in the past, if plans fall through, if I had planned to, like, do something and it completely, like, disappears, I kind of freak out. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh no, what what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? I don't know. But uh, it was a fun day. I got a lot of good stuff accomplished. And we'll talk about that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one... What am I grateful for today? And I know it's going to sound weird, but I'm really grateful for the fact that my day's leveled out. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm not having, like, super good day after super good day after super good day because that means I have to keep improving, and it means I have to keep moving forward. I mean, at the end of the day, self-help is a journey. It's not a destination. Getting better is not you know, a solid thing. You're constantly getting better all the time. And the fact that I've leveled out, I'm not having bad days. So it's not like I'm taking any steps backwards. The fact that I've leveled out means I have to do something new, whether that new thing is meditation or whether that new thing is like going out to the lake so I can get some time out in the sun, whatever that means, it means I have to change. It means I have to upgrade. And I like change. I really do because it it's novel. It keeps my brain fresh and it keeps days from seeming super long because it's something new. So I'm really grateful for the fact that things leveled out because that means I get to go try new things now. So I'm really grateful for that. 
Um, I'm really grateful for the fact that I'm really into my writing now. I've got a lot of things I was grateful for today. Now, what did I do today? That is awesome. And today I ended up finishing my speech for Podcast Movement Evolutions. Only like three weeks away, I finally finished the speech. I will say it's not completely done, like it still needs padding, but I'm grateful for the fact that if worse comes to worse, if I never get a chance to sit down and write anymore, I at least know the basics of what I want to say. And that makes me really, really happy. I've yet to time it. I think right now it's probably going to be around like 20 minutes and it's a 25 minute talk. And I think with all of like interaction with people and everything else, it should, it should come out to the 25 minutes they've allotted me. So that makes me really, really happy. Also, I've basically finished the first episode of the DDP documentary I'm doing. Um, it gets real emotional. I know I just recorded that emotional bit last night, but I forgot how emotional it got. It also reminded me of like, I've never done like a documentary style thing before, and I've never understood the importance of B-roll more in my entire life, because there are huge swaths of it where it's just me sitting and talking to the camera after a workout and my reaction to that workout and I'm like, mm, it'd be really good to have like footage of me actually working out or footage of anything to apply to this. Because I think I ended up just like putting images, still images of me. Like when I was talking about me losing weight, I put still images of me in the past. And I guess that's fine, but I, I don't know. I wish I had more. I really wish I had more to put together with this. And I, that's just a lesson I'm going to use for the next time. That's a lesson I'm going to use when I put together episode two. I, I think now, from now on, I'm actually going to film a little bit after each workout, not just uh, me talking, but me actually talking to the camera and then getting footage of me working out and seeing how I'm improving and stuff like that. And I'm really excited for that. I, the documentary is going to come out so cool, and I really hope... It's the same thing I have every time I release something new. I really hope it garners the attention and the love that I put into it, I hope it really pays back in dividends because this one's the most ridiculous thing I've done so far and I really hope it turns out well. Now, what did I do today that's not awesome? And that's the fact that at about 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock today, I learned Blake cannot record, Blake can't do anything. And that's all I had planned to do for the rest of the night. And I looked at him and said, okay, uh, we'll do it tomorrow, and then we'll do JWF or JXT on Thursday, and then we'll skip Fight Boys this week. Talk to Dylan. That's all good. Uh, then I told him, the only thing I need you to do is record your lines for Deviant. I'll record mine. And so that all happened. I recorded all my lines, and then it was about 9 o'clock. And then I had nothing to do. And at that point, I could have easily said, all right, time to go back home. But I just, for some reason, I couldn't go back home. I don't know why. I don't know if it's the fact of, like, I've got really bad anxiety, which is anxiety and insomnia mixed. I get anxiety from the fact that I'm not sleeping and it causes me to have insomnia. So I don't know if it was that. I don't know if it was a fact of me being afraid I was going to be bored for three hours. Because at least while I'm at the office, I know if I have an idea come to me, I can immediately go to work on it. If I'm at the house, um, Emily's asleep, so nothing I can do there. Like, we can't hang out or talk or anything. So it would have just been me alone watching diners, drive-ins, and dives for three hours. Which is no better than what I did at my at the, uh, the office, which was make vape juice and watch, like, McElroy videos. But at the same time, I don't know why it was such a struggle to come back home. I mean, I'm still coming back a little bit early. It's about midnight. But it was a really weird feeling just being like, I, I don't want to go over there. I don't want to drive back right now. Um, and still not having anything to do. It's a really rough feeling having a completely different sleep schedule from your significant other. And it's really weird when you don't have anything to do to fill that time, but no, you can't sleep. So that was, that was where I was at today. It was a really weird feeling. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it's the fact that I did something that I have been deathly afraid of doing for a very long time. But like I said earlier, I needed B-roll for the documentary. And also DDP is very big about like, once you start working out, make sure to take before and after photos. Make sure to take a photo of you before and a photo of you after. And that would have been fine for me if I was releasing this as one documentary. So I would, um, so like, so the before wasn't my now, you know what I mean? Because like if, if I had a before photo 
and knew that I had already lost the weight, I would have been fine. But it gives me such anxiety to see my full body on camera. But I did it. I filmed the full body. I showed kind of like my, where I'm at flexibility-wise, where I'm at strength-wise. And did a, like a little bit of a DDP workout on the uh, on the video. And man, it's rough. It, it really is. If you've got like real bad body dysmorphia stuff like I do, where you know you, you're not a big fan of looking at yourself and realizing that you're, oh, wow, I'm big. Um, and I'm not saying I'm super big or anything. It's, I mean, I'm the biggest I've ever been, but I know there are people out there that are bigger and they, they live their life happily. But for me, dysmorphia, man, it messes with you. So it really was a rough one, but I managed to film it and put it all together. And man, it's just, it just inspires you. It inspires you to keep going and inspires you to keep moving. Like the last time I went on a really big diet and workout routine was um, when, it's weird, it was I think one of Ripley's baby showers, we filmed a video of us doing the Burner Bliss chocolate, basically, it's it's chocolate that's super spicy and chocolate that's not, it's like Russian roulette, but with spicy chocolate, we filmed the video and I thought, oh this will be funny, I could put it on YouTube, then I watched it, and I saw my full body, and I said, oh I can't put this on YouTube. I, I can't because I've got that much trouble when it comes to my body. I've got some severe stuff going around in my head and it would be fine if it was just me, but it does mess with like my life and messes with the fact of like, I can't go swimming. Like Emily wants to go to a water park super bad this summer. And I'm like, I hope I've lost the weight because I've got a lot of anxiety when it comes to like swimming or anything like that that involves like my body being the center of attention, which is ironic given the fact that before I gained all of this weight, I was almost completely nude on a stage doing Sonia Vanya Masha and Spike. Um, so yeah, it's just a mental thing I've got to get over. It's a fact that I, I don't respect where I'm at right now and I've got to figure out a way to get over that. So that sucks, but for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest and get ready to have a kick-ass day and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again and it happened. The streak is broken. Good day happened. A very, very good day happened, which is weird given the fact that like... I stayed up until, I believe, 4.30 in the morning last night because I had insomnia and then I ended up painting for some reason and I made this really cool, like, abstract painting that's got, like, these sci-fi elements. Someone said it looked like a secret garden kind of thing. And that was fun. Then it wasn't fun when Ripley would not go back to sleep. And so I was up until 4.30 with her, fell asleep, and then I woke up again at like 8. I got little to no sleep last night. So you'd think I'd have a bad day. No, it was a baller day. It was amazing. Like, nothing really got in my way throughout of it. Like, the only thing that was, I, I mean, I, the other, the only thing other than what's going to be what was, what I did that wasn't awesome is the fact that I didn't really do a lot of work at home. It was an entirely too large amount of watching diners, drive-ins, and dives. Um, so that, that kind of sucked, but let's talk about the rest of it. When we get into the four pillars of awesomeness, and number one, what am I grateful for? And today, I'm grateful for Duolingo. It is an, if, you, if you're not familiar, it is an app that will help you learn languages, and so um, I remember in high school, I took French for two years, and then promptly forgot all of it. I knew no French but I always thought it would be really cool to learn. I mean, it's it's weird because I started learning on Duolingo when I was in Florida. you think Spanish would be what I would go for. But no, French is always kind of drawn to me. And so Duolingo is really cool because they're constantly updating the app. Like when I first started, it was strictly like these kind of quizzes about, you know, uh, uh, whether that be about your home or talking about... Uh, certain meals en français and now they updated to have like a podcast element there's a new mode where you read a story and basically have to add in stuff for the story there's one where you actually listen to small bits and pieces and repeat back and forth so it'll teach you it'll help you with your pronunciation because uh, mon français pronunciation I don't know pronunciation in Spanish or in uh, French but uh, mon français n'est pas bien et 
pronouncing. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's really, really cool. I love n at least somewhat knowing French. Like, I remember I used to go into work after doing some Duolingo and just practice saying different phrases in, in French. It originally started, like, with... Um, with a movie quote, so I'd walk in and be like, "No, look, je suis ton père," which, of course, be no look. I am your father, um, and yeah, I just love translating things. I love French a lot. I think it's a beautiful language, and I want to learn it so I don't feel like an outcast when I eventually go to Disneyland Paris. So that's one thing. That's what I'm really grateful for today. Now, what did I do that's awesome? And it is something I'm straight up obsessed with. I finished editing the next episode of Deviant tonight, and look, I, I'm fairly sure, like, every two weeks, I'm gonna bring this to the table because I'm getting that excited about the story and where it's going, but, like, it hit all of the notes perfectly, like, there's a moment in the beginning that gets me so jazzed and wants me to go do, like, rapid-fire push-ups. It gets me so hyphy, and so that happens, and then this kind of beautiful moment happens, um in a bathroom of all places and then the ending of it just punches you in the heart and it's one of those things that like I don't know when I'm super proud of something I keep constantly listening to it and tonight like it's 2:20 in the morning right now and that's because I kept listening to the episode over and over again just wanting to hear it and wanting to tweak small things here and there just because I'm so proud of it. If you guys haven't checked out Deviant, you guys need to. Each episode's only like 15 minutes. If you have like a long car ride, you can literally binge the entire show in right now. Hold on. Five episodes times 15 is an amount. Hour 15 minutes, I think. Am I wrong? Hour five? Somewhere along there. And so, uh, yeah, man, I'm just really proud of the way it turns out, and I cannot... This is the first episode where I'm straight up like, I need feedback. I want to hear how people react to the story. So I'm really excited about the way Deviant's going. But what I wasn't excited about is the thing that I did today that wasn't awesome, and it's the fact that that dang baby wouldn't sleep, and it kept getting me more and more frustrated to a point of like, literally sitting there for two hours uh, when I woke up at eight this morning just trying to get her to go back to sleep and it wasn't happening and it just made me get more frustrated which doesn't help the situation not not only like the emotional situation but it's like Ripley can feel I'm getting stressed out so she knows oh I don't need to go to sleep because if dad's stressed there's something wrong going on and she doesn't realize the thing that's wrong that's going on is the fact that she's not sleeping and I don't know man it just got me really stressed and then like I finally did get her to lay down for a nap for like a 45 she was asleep for 45 minutes and I said oh okay good now I can take my own little nap ski I'm good she's asleep I swear to God, the minute I laid down, that baby woke back up. She was messing with me today. She did not want Daddy to get any sleep. So that was all I really did that wasn't awesome outside of, like, not taking full advantage of my time. But it was mostly just a whole lot of anger issues bubbling up at the fact that this baby just wanted to party all day and not sleep. So that that sucked. I'm I'm trying to work on it, but... When you don't have any sleep when you're tired, you're already going to be a little bit grumpy. And I was a big grumpy butt today. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And today, I helped myself by standing up for myself. I know, like, I've got a very big personality, but standing up for myself has always been kind of one of my weaknesses. I've always been one of those people that will easily try to bend to other people's wills. And that's, I, I think that's less of a fear thing and more of a I want to make everyone happy thing. But today, at work, oh, it happened. And I guess it's also because I'm, like, on my last few days of work. So I was like, let's go. Let's go hardcore today. And what had happened was we had to change out signs. So we had a, we're having a sale tomorrow, so we had to change out the signs for the sale. And so I helped my department. I helped the kids' department that's right next to me. Uh, home, I kind of went over there and checked on them. They were good. And so I said, okay, I'm good. Turn in my money bag. Came back uh, to the door, and our door is uh, locked. You have to be buzzed in, and you have to be buzzed out. So I click the button to be buzzed out. Nothing. Click it again. Nothing. 
At which point over the intercom, I hear, if you're trying to leave right now, uh, unfortunately for you, we still need help in the other departments. So if you could please kindly come over here and help them, that'd be great because otherwise you're not leaving. Keep in mind, this was at 9.20. We usually start putting up signs at 8.45. She didn't allow us to do it until 9. So I was already a little grumpy about that. And I was supposed to record a load of BS tonight at 9.30. And so I just stared like, I'm not about to do this. I'm not about to sit here and waste my good podcasting time on you. So I literally turned around, looked at the security camera that I know she saw me in. Because I know that that message was meant directly for me. Went inside, grabbed a phone, called her. And with the most BDE of all time, straight up was like, uh, excuse me, I actually have to go work at my real job right now in a few minutes, uh, which is why I've been attempting to leave. So if you could kindly open the door, that would be great. And they went, oh, okay. And I know this is kind of a boring story for people who stand up for themselves a lot, but it was a real achievement for myself today to actually have the balls to come back and be like, I'm not about to help you. You're keeping us here entirely too late. I have another job to get to. I'm not staying here. And so I stood up for myself. I got the very quiet response of, oh, okay. And then I proudly walked out. I strutted to my car like, I just did that. Hell yeah. And that's another reason I can't wait to like be a full-time podcaster and be self-employed. Because then you get BDE all the time. You don't have to worry about responding to, like, a manager or anybody else. You get to full-on constantly be like, no, I am in charge. I am the boss now. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I am the captain now. And uh, that's how I felt today. I became the captain today, and it made me very, very excited. Um, but for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest for my last day at work ever. It's going to be intense. It's going to be crazy. And then I get to go to Gatlinburg after that. And I get really excited for that. So I will talk to you guys all about tomorrow when I see you tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. And today almost felt like a reboot of yesterday. It wasn't as good, but all of the same notes were hit. It was really weird, because when I was thinking about, about like, analyzing it, I was like, well, what was the cool thing I did today? I was like, oh, well, the episode of Deviant I finalized is so good. And then I went, oh, wait, no, the... That I talked about yesterday. Well, what I do that wasn't awesome? Oh, I was very grumpy when I woke up because I didn't get much sleep and Ripley was, oh, no, that's... That's what I talked about yesterday, too. It was just a full-on repeat of yesterday, just with less diners, drive-ins, and dives. And that, or wait, hold on. No, that was, yeah, that was yesterday. I had that good triple D yesterday. So it took me a little bit to come up with stuff. Also, it's weird because I, this is less a capstone at the end of my day and more of like a halfway point because we're going to Gatlinburg tomorrow and I'm super hyped for that. However, I'm also leaving at like 5 a.m. It's 2 a.m. right now, and I still have to pack, and I still have to clean out my car, and so I I don't know if I'm getting sleep. You guys might just be enjoying the halfway point, Um, but let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness, and number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, I'm grateful for the fact that I never have to go to work again, baby, until I maybe. Actually, you know what? No, I'm just going to say it right now. I don't have to go to work ever again. I will have to do podcasts, and I'll have to record, and I'll have to be the badass I am, but that ain't work. That's just fun, and that's what my life is now, and that that is a lot of the secreting my life, but I don't care. I'm really excited. Like, it's weird. Sometimes when you leave a job or when you graduate from college, you do get that instant, like, loss of like, oh, this is so weird. I I can't believe this is happening. What am I going to do now? It feels so different. This just felt like walking from one room to another. It felt like a full on like, yeah, no, this is where I was. I was supposed to be in this room the whole time. I just, I, I was in the other room and I hung out a little bit too long. That's how it felt. 
like full on you would think like the day would have went by slower or something like that but no it was like a normal work day where I just hung out and talked with people and then the day just ended and I don't have to go back anymore and I'm really excited about that now what did I do today that was awesome and like I said earlier my original thing for this was deviant because once again I'm very proud of that episode but then I realized I had a really damn good episode of Opposite Attractions tonight, and that's one of the ones that it's rare for me to get good episodes, which is probably because it's the one that I prepare for the least. Um, But yeah, we had an amazing episode tonight. It was fantastic. And I don't know, I don't think it was depression, but something in my head was like, don't bring that. You've already forgotten the episode. It's already gone away. And I'm like, yeah, but like, cause like usually when I bring something to the table, it's because it was memorable. Something happened, something solid. But I think the fact that I don't remember it, the fact that it went by so fast, that just adds to how great of an episode it was because it's, I got into a flow state as I was recording. I didn't, there weren't any lulls in conversation. Everything went through, everything went fine. And I think the fact that I never got into my head and I was able to stay present the entire time made it the great episode it was. And yes, it made the time go fast and it, it seemed like it came and gone, but I feel like that was the most beautiful thing about it was the fact that I got in, I did the great, great goofs about theme parks. We talked about sporks and then I got out and I don't know, it was a really good feeling and I feel like it needs to be celebrated because even I didn't want to celebrate it for a while, but everything needs to get a little bit of love and the op-ad show is getting some love this week because I do love that show so much. Now, What did I do that wasn't awesome? And I guess, I mean, I didn't really do anything super unawesome other than didn't eat a lot. Like, I think I had four protein shakes. Like, I I don't not remember eating that much today. And that's not a good thing, particularly. So I don't remember eating a lot. So I'm about to gorge myself when I go into the house, which is also not healthy. And uh, that was one bad thing. And then, like I said very little sleep last. Actually, I got like twice the amount of sleep I got on Wednesday. Because Wednesday, I think I got three hours. Last night, I got six. But I don't know if I woke up in the middle of a sleep cycle or what, but I woke up and was straight up like, I I can't, I can't do anything. I gotta go to bed. And so like, I, I, my mom called me because she had a migraine. So I had to go over and take care of Ripley for a few until her meds kicked in. And I remember like, I've got to get up. I have to go. I've got to go take care of mom. I could just sit in bed for five more minutes. And I did. In fact, that's probably the crappiest thing I did all day was the fact that my mom had a headache and was in pain. And I was like, I can spend five more minutes in bed because I was full on grumpy tired all this morning. But it ended up getting better. And the day ended up getting a lot better. Now, finally, what did I do today to help myself? And... I I think the main thing I did to help myself today was the fact that, you know, now that podcasting is my only source of income, I have a dedicated schedule on what happens, what day we've, we've talked about it. But also I still go off and do things, right? Like I still go to Gatlinburg and I'm still going to LA and I realize like, oh, wait a minute. I can't live off this dedicated schedule because it says like edit fight boys. But what if we don't record fight boys that week or uh, uh, write this? But what if I don't need to write that this week? So I actually went through like the next month and evaluated like what needs to get recorded. When does it need to get recorded? How am I going to get everything out in time? Um, When am I, what time am I going to set ahead to do podcasting stuff? Because like I had come up with the base and I was very excited for the base. It was very, very good. And today I just got into the specifics, the specifics of each week to really help me along because I love having a plan. And if I stuck with these basics, I would come to come to the office one day and be like, all right, I'm supposed to edit all these things. Oh, wait, I don't have any of that to edit. And so because of that, I decided instead to get into some some specifics today. And it really helped me out. But for now, I'm going to get ready to go to Gatlinburg. I'm going to go clean out my car, do a lot of stuff, gorge myself on food, and probably not sleep. And so you guys will hear all about my first day in Tennessee when I see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And I'm 
I'm actually recording this on Saturday instead of Friday because I did a I did a bad I did a bad and uh, I don't particularly feel good about it. But uh, yeah, yesterday, like I said, did not get any sleep because after I got off with you guys, I then cleaned out my car and while doing that, I put my wedding band in my pocket. Then as I because it kept falling off and I was like, I'm not about to lose my wedding band. So I put it in my pocket, and then on the way in, I pulled my keys out, and then my ring fell out, and then rolled in the bushes, and I've yet to find it since. So in my effort to not lose my wedding band, I might have lost my wedding band. So that happened. Then um, I ate, and then I tried to like get any sort of semblance of sleep, and then it just did not work. So, literally no sleep. The most I got, I think, was a 30-minute nap when I let Emily take over driving on the way up. And, uh, yeah, I think that definitely played into how the day went at some points. Um, Because then we came in, we went shopping, we had a lot of fun. I got some really, really cool stuff. And Emily, for my birthday, got me a new vape. And I'm really excited about that. And what I'm really excited for is to tell you guys about the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And today, I am grateful for real cool jackets. (laughs) I know it sounds dumb, but like a really cool jacket can just elevate any look instantly. So like yesterday we went to a Hot Topic. I found a like leopard print furry, like full on leopard print fur coat for less than $50 at Hot Topic. So I was immediately like, gotta get on that. (laughs) So that was really good. I got that. Um, right now I'm rocking this really cool purple one. We found it at a thrift store. And I don't know, man, I've always loved like really cool and really unique jackets. Cause I feel like that's the most weirdness that adults can accept. Like, I feel like as an adult, if someone has like a kooky jacket, you're like, oh, okay. They're a little bit eclectic. But once the full outfit becomes eclectic, which happens more often with not the not with me it instantly becomes like oh okay this person is very very strange so yeah just a cool jacket it's a nice little pop and I like it and I love jackets now what did I do today that is awesome and it's the fact that I got to do one of my favorite things in the world which is right around Gatlinburg with my mom my dad my wife and my baby and just make jokes, and make them start cry out laughing. It's essentially Scotty's comedy hour, because it. part of me feels, like, bad, because it's me making them laugh, and I guess that makes me laugh as well, but, like, they're not bringing to the table what I'm bringing to the table, and it's a real Pagliacci situation that I'm that I'm dealing with over here. But yeah, I just love sitting in that car and just making making fun of people, making fun of what's going on, doing different accents, doing different characters, and man, it's probably some of my favorite memories are made in this car. When we when we go on vacations, even though now that we have a baby seat in here, we're crammed in like sardines. It is a tight fit, my dudes, Um, especially because we ended up doing a lot of shopping yesterday. So, yeah, this car was full to the brim and it was a little bit ridiculous at some points. But no matter, it's still fun riding around in the car with my family. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And it's the fact that I drank a lot last night, and it's weird, because, like, I don't think I drank a lot, or I, I, in the moment, did not think I drank a lot, but also, I'm losing weight, also, I have less on my stomach, also, there are a lot of factors contributing to how I ended up getting a little, a little, we got swifty last night, is all I'll say, because, and this was a joke I'd made earlier in the day to my dad, which is sampling does not count. So sampling wouldn't count towards like me drinking. Hey, fun fact, y'all totally does because those little sample cups, they're like little, they're communion cups. Basically, they give you one of those and fill it up. And yeah, maybe like five of those. No big deal. That probably equals a shot and a half. Maybe the first place we went to, we ended up having 15 of those things, so three to, at least three to four shots, wait, hold on, is that right, yeah, yeah, three to four shots there, so that was one, oh wait, no, hold on, oh no, it was more than that, 
because we also tried some cream liqueur they had made. Oh, no. Oh, oopsie poopsies. So that's 16, 21, 22, 23. Oh, no. So, yeah, I easily probably had about five full shots at that first place we went to. And then after that, we went to a separate one after driving around for um, an extended period of time to sober up a little bit. Went to a second one, and at that place... I stopped keeping count because, and I guess this is like, this is the problem and this is the kind of things my addiction tells me, is like, you have to do this because it makes you friends and it makes you cool. And it sucks because when real life validates that, like last night while we were at the second bar, I was just hanging out with a guy talking about scotch and whiskey and all sorts of stuff. I mean, we won't pursue anything, but at the same time, I'm like, I made a little friend for tonight. That's cool. And the bartender was really awesome. So I hate when real life um, feeds my narrative. Um, But yeah, and so that second bar, I did not even keep count. It had to have been at least 10. So yeah, overall, seven to eight shots in the course of probably like two hours last night. And then we went to Hard Rock Cafe because I would not stop yammering about the Hard Rock Cafe, whose food is not that good. I mean, their mac and cheese is ballin', but I can't have that right now. So we went there. I had another cocktail there. And then all I had to eat were, like, these little mini sliders that I think I only ate two of. I don't even remember. I don't even remember eating the second one. I just remember, like, picking it apart. And then going back to the room and absolutely passing out because in addition to, oh, I haven't eaten that much. Oh, it, oh, I've lost weight. Oh, also the boy had had no sleep over 48 hours. <laughs> I opened my Fitbit app and it just gave me the middle finger. It was like, no, uh, uh-uh. you know what you did today. <laughs> it was bad. Um, so yeah, that, that really sucked, especially like waking up. I was very lucky because I woke up and had a hangover and I had enough time to fall asleep and sleep off of the hangover. So that's why I'm actually able to talk to you this morning without seeming like full death. Um, And actually, it's also because of one of the things I did to help myself yesterday. And it's the fact that, you know, went through our whole day, had fun, had a great time. Um, And once again, I am not saying that it wasn't a bad time. basically it kind of evened itself out. Yesterday was a very good day, but I feel like while drinking, the good times that were had are neutralized by the bad times that were had when I woke up with a hangover, so it becomes a net neutral gain. So at that point, I just have to evaluate the rest of the day, and the rest of the day was pretty kick-ass, so it was a good day. Um, But yeah, what I did to help myself yesterday was the fact that I um I, I woke up at 1 because Ripley was crying and Emily was like, I got to get some rest. And I'm like, I've had no rest, but okay, you got this. So I then had to try to take care of Ripley. I did everything I knew how to do. Ripley would not fall asleep. So finally my mom woke up and like helped me rock her to sleep for a few. And then we made her a bottle. And that was fun. So woke up, immense pain there. Woke up again at 4 in the morning, secondary about of immense pain, and now, now keep in mind, at this point, I opened my Fitbit app again, and it was like, you've had like three hours of sleep combined, because your body just doesn't want to rest currently, because of the bad things you did to it yesterday, um, so then I woke up at four, and went to the bathroom, and promptly was like, I feel like absolute garbage, I'm just going to I'm going to exercise these demons from me. And the way I did that is I I just took a bath. And it's weird how much a bath will take care of you. Especially if you're like me where like... It's weird. I once read like a ghost hunting book. Like a legit... Not like a a novelization of the show Supernatural. Like a legitimate ghost hunting book. And at one point they're like, if you want to wash away the negative energies that you've accumulated through ghost hunting, uh, while you're in the shower, pretend you're washing them away. And then that's going to give you the spiritual energy you need. So now anytime I feel like that kind of 
crap feeling after after drinking too much. I'll take like a bath or something and just kind of imagine all the nastiness seeping out into the water and then I'm taking all of the goodness that the water had to give and it's just like I'm, I'm just slowly giving the water my dirt and dirt feelings and it, it made me feel a lot better actually. I was in there for probably like 30 minutes just chilling until I realized, oh wait, I'm very tired and I've almost passed out five times in this bathtub. Legitimately, I was like, I've got to get out of here because I'm so tired, I'm about to fall asleep and possibly drown. But yeah, that's how yesterday went. It was a very, very good time. I really needed this this travel up here. I mean, we got to do all of my classic things. We got to go to Smoky Mountain Knife Works. We got to go to too many distilleries, uh, so many distilleries that I'm now like, I think dry week starts this week, actually. I don't think I'm going to wait a week for dry week, because I, I don't want to, I feel like Gatlinburg is a dangerous place, or at least it has slowly, because it used to be a very wholesome, hey, come on down, kids, we got apple butter jam and everything you can want, come on down. Like, that's what it used to be, and now it's just like, you want to try five different kinds of moonshine, three different kinds of whiskey? And tequila, come to Gallenberg. That's what it's like now. And then also, it's gotten a lot more right-wing in recent years. Like, there are way too many Trump 2020 posters for my taste. And, uh, you know, you, you, you're you entitled to your own opinion. But when I see more than five in one area, I'm instantly skeeved. So that's where I'm at today. And now I get to go enjoy actual Gatlinburg because we've been in Pigeon Forge this whole time. So now we're going to go to Gatlinburg and we're actually going to make some pottery. We're going to full on ghost it, baby. And we'll talk all about that when I see you guys. Well, I guess not tomorrow, but tonight. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And recording again on the following day. I'm sorry. It's just really weird at the end of a day on vacation to be like, Oh, that was a great, lovely day. Now, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to go out to the car and record for a few. Um, but I guess that is what I'm going to have to start doing in the future whenever I do that. Because, uh, yeah, I'll be honest, I don't remember much of yesterday. And I, what's weird is I didn't even drink. It was just a very, very fast kind of blur of a day. Plus, for like the first two hours, I was very much hungover and felt like absolute garbage. Uh, yeah, I don't know what it is, like, but, and you guys will, this is a little spoiler alert for next week, um, yeah, both days I did not wake up in a good way on the Gatlinburg trip, and I don't know what it is, but other than that, it was a very, very good day, a lot of good times with the family, we did, we, we spent a lot of time doing one specific thing, but we'll talk about that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness, number one, what am I grateful for, and today... It's, I was going to do arcades as just a broad concept because I've always loved arcades. Arcades, I think, are the only place where I've ever worked there and then was like, I want to go back. I want to go back because I love arcades that much. Um, but I, I want to get more specific and it's the fact that I want to talk about the fact that arcades are putting in VR games now, and oh my god, I love VR so much. I want, like, whether it be a PSVR or an Oculus Quest, I just really love playing in VR. So, like, at the end of the day, uh, we ate, we did everything, and I wanted to go to an arcade because I figured this was our last day in Gatlinburg. I wanted to go do something, so I went to an arcade, and me and Emily just, like, played this really awesome full experience VR game because this wasn't just like you got the helmet and you got the controllers. This one had like this full trackpad underneath you that you ran on and it would control your movements. And I'll be honest, I almost fell off it a few times because you know, what you're seeing is based off of your momentum. So at the beginning, it feels like, oh, I'm running, I'm running, this is awesome. And then you stop running and your character keeps moving and it's a very bizarre sensation. So I almost fell a few times doing that. But other than that, it was amazing. I've always loved VR games. Like last year during literally probably my favorite memory of PodFest last year was the first night going to play like random VR games at a VR arcade. I remember doing like Beat Saber and this one where you were just like an archer and all kinds of different fun games. And I love VR. I love that really immersive experience because there's no other way to describe it. It feels like you're there. It feels like you're in another reality. And I understand how it might make you crazy if you stay there a little too long. It might ready player one you, but like, 
I don't know. I really enjoyed it. So I love VR, and that is what I'm grateful for today, because it gave me and Emily something really fun to do, even though I almost fell on my ass a few times. Now, what did I do today slash yesterday that was awesome? And the main thing, and this is a pa- this is my new thing. I'm happy I've finally found a new hobby that I can do that doesn't involve alcohol or vaping. <laughs> but we went and made pottery. Like, full on. Like, got the big old slab of, of clay meat. Slapped it down on the big, big record player. Spun it around and made some coffee mugs. Mine turned out insanely tall and insanely thin. To which, like, the girl who was helping us out, who was amazing, her name was Hunter, and she was just like, Okay, you can do that, I guess, if you want. And then afterwards, I kind of carved into it, made it look like kind of like wood. And I cannot wait to get it. Like, they still have to glaze it and everything. But the thing is, it was such a like calming experience it was very meditational of just very much focusing on like pull the clay in now smash it down pull it in smash it down now draw out the interior of what you want your cup to be and then build it up and then add the handle onto it and then carve it out and here's the thing dad for christmas from my mom got a pottery wheel and some pottery clay and some stuff. And um, yeah, I don't think that's going to be dad's for long. I think that's going to be very much a Scotty. Scotty had a stressful day, so he made some pots and pans kind of thing. Because I just really loved it. Like, we we did it once beforehand, but it wasn't as intensive. It was more of a, they already had the clay prepared. You just kind of got to make the bowl shape and that was it. And so that was all right, but this one was a lot more interesting and a lot more engaging. It felt like a legitimate class, not just a you trying something out. So that was very fun, and I don't know. Y'all might... Whiskey might have been the phase, and then the next phase is going to be pottery. I'm just going to come on every week and be like, I made a vase! What's up, son? (laughs) But I can't wait for it to come back to us. They still have to glaze it. It'll be like a few months, they said, which is gonna be an arduous wait for me, but uh, yeah, I don't care. I'm excited. I finally get to do it. Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome? And it's the fact that I, I was very good. I stuck to my diet for the majority of the day, only stuck with like protein shakes and like small snacks here or there until it came to dinner. And at dinner, I had not eaten anything in a while. So when my dad said, oh, what about this restaurant? It has fried Oreos. <laughs> And barbecue mac and cheese, I said, yes, sir. And so I I ate entirely too much today. I, I had an entirely too large meal um, consisting of beef brisket, of jalapeno hush puppies, macaroni and cheese that I just slathered in barbecue sauce and thin deep fried Oreos, and I feel like the deep fried Oreos were my issue, because if you ever like, and we've talked about it, we've talked about the concept of pizza drunk, drunk. I got barbecue and Oreo drunk, because like, we got back to the hotel, and I was just like, "Uh uh-uh, I just gotta go to the bed and lay down in the bed and not do anything except bed, and that's where I was, so I, I don't know, it's weird, because I mean, I've talked on the show before about the fact that like, when I slip up, or when I eat bad, and when I drink, and I'll give you guys a little bit of a spoiler alert, today wasn't that good, and I gotta say, probably drinking to excess yesterday, and eating all that barbecue today, probably added to that, I would say, so, yeah, that's what I did, that wasn't awesome, now, what did I do to help myself, and it's the fact that, as we've talked about, and as I was very ashamed about, I was very, very drunk last night, And so, therefore, I was actually supposed to start my dry week this Wednesday, and today I just woke up and said, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm just going to do it today. I'm just going to keep that dry week. I'm probably just going to be dry until I go to L.A., I think. And then in L.A., I'm probably not even going to drink that much because I'm not going to have much money. Um, But, yeah, I felt like it was something I needed. And it's partly a punishment because I feel like if I drink to excess and immediately go, you can't drink anymore, I'll stop drinking to excess. And also, I just feel like it's the ultimate way of kind of reining things in, of making sure, like, this isn't a problem. It's okay. Everything's good. Also, by the way, I was trying to record this the other day, but uh, my dad got in the car, so I couldn't really talk about it. I think I said I had, like, 23 of those little mini shots. 
yeah, I went back in and, like, was talking to my family and went, like, yeah, we had, like, what, like, 15, 16 at the first place, and then only, like, seven or eight at the second, right? And my mom goes, oh, baby boy, no, you had 15. There were 15 solid shots there. So, all in all, probably, like, nine or ten shots of liquor, and my dumbass being like, hey, samples don't count. They did. So that was bad. Also, apparently at Hard Rock, they looked at me and were like, you don't seem interested. Do you want not want your drink anymore? I just chugged it and then chugged my mom like, uh, see, here's the thing. Two drinks in Scotty appreciates alcohol. Five drinks in Scotty becomes like this, uh, this dumb, toxic, masculine monster who's like, The amount of alcohol I drink is equated to how much of a man I am, which is not true at all. It's absolutely BS, but in those moments, I'm like, real men drink all the liquor, and I'm like, you're not Andre the Giant. It's okay to say no. It's okay to relax, but my dumb brain does not listen to me. And it keeps drinking anyway. So that's how last night ended up. And so that's why today I helped myself by saying, we're going to stay dry. We're not going to do anything today. We're going to make a lovely, a lovely coffee mug at a pottery class and then eat way too many fried Oreos. Um, but I, honestly, I'm just, I'm, I'm real excited. I'm real excited because I'm, I'm back at home. And I know this is kind of a spoiler alert because technically in the canon, you guys are, I'm still in Gatlinburg because it's weird. Recording a day after is like a weird time skip, but I'm really excited to be back home and getting back to kicking ass. Uh, But for now, I'm going to go inside, relax, and actually edit this episode of me again, and I will see you guys next week and tomorrow. Wow, it it just kind of hit me earlier today. This is it. I don't have a job. I mean, my. I mean, I do. My job is podcasting. I might not be making, you know, the big bucks from it yet, but my job, at least for the next six months, is podcasting, and that just blows my mind, y'all. That that I'm actually able to do it. That I'm able to do this for you guys every single week, and I can work harder on it and create more content and do more advertising and just go hard in the paint and get to spend time with my family, which makes me really, really excited. So, yeah, I'm finally back from Gatlinburg. It was an amazing trip. You'll hear all about the last day um, when you guys listen to next week's episode, I guess. And, yes, uh, today was a weird one, so make sure to tune in for that one. But uh, but until then, remember to support the show over on Patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's where you get access to me also, our sister show. This week we've got an episode coming out where I get to take you guys through my morning routine and talk about all my different quirks and things that I get up to. It's a really, really fun time. I'm super excited about it. And if you can't do that, you can always pick up some merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com, ladies and gentlemen. It's the uh, greatest place. There's great shirts, and they're all super comfy. I always make sure to get the best stuff for you guys. And of course, if you can't do that, we understand. Just leave us five stars on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe. And of course, tell a friend who needs some help to check out me again. But until next time, remember to send all your questions, comments, and feedback, and mostly your psychiatric advice to me on Twitter at ScottyMo. That is S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And of course, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again. <laughs>